This is Ellis Starr with this week's Key Races and Bets podcast for Friday, December 15th and Saturday, December 16th. This Key Races and Bets podcast, as well as the written version, the Key Races and Bets blog, brought to you by Amwager.com. A-M-W-A-G-E-R.com, a great legal online wagering website. Amwager.com has great betting tools and perks and is legal for residents of most states, as well as covers most tracks in North America and many around the world. Check it out, Amwager.com. We're going to start with a race on Friday night, December 15th. This is the Remington Springboard Mile. Race 10 at Remington Park with a post of 1028 Eastern, 728 Pacific, 928 Central. And this is an important race for two-year-olds on the road to the Kentucky Derby, highlighting some horses that may be getting a lot of attention as we move into 2024. Out of the Conqueror stands out in this nine-horse field, but with Doug O'Neill shipping in Raging Torrent from Southern California and having won the Zia Park Derby recently with a shipper like this one, and with Brad Cox saddling a pair in Fidget and Gettysburg Address, Out of the Conqueror may not be a prohibitive favorite. Even if he is, maybe too low for a win bet, there is value in exactness by using the two Tox, Cox trainees instead of the second and morning third morning line choices in Raging Torrent and Glengarry, who both have question marks about either their recent form or their ability to run well at this two-turn mile and 16th trip. Out of the Conqueror finished second in his debut at Seven Furlongs in August to a very good horse in Liberal Arts, who won the grade three street cent stakes at the end of October at Churchill Downs. Next, Out of the Conqueror won two in a row, not only improving from a debut 76 equibase speed figure to 80, then to a big 98 for a two-year-old at this time of year. He coasted home by four lengths in a nine-horse allowance field on the same day and on the same card as the Street Sense, running faster than Liberal Arts did, as that one earned a 92 figure compared to 98 for Out of the Conqueror. Not only that, but Out of the Conqueror was flattered as the horse he beat on 1029, Arna Marie, came back to win the Grade 2 Kentucky Jockey Club Stakes on November 25th at Churchill Downs, improving from a 90 to a 101 figure. Not that that makes his chances any stronger, but the third-place finisher from the 1029 win named Just Steele won the Ed Brown stakes in his subsequent start. So Arlo Conqueror has a lot of improving to do. As mentioned earlier, the second and third morning line favorites in Glengarry and Raging Torrent aren't as likely to finish second as their odds suggest and not as likely to finish second as either Fidget or Gettysburg Address. Glengarry's three races to date have all been at six furlongs, so might be asking a lot to go from six furlongs to eight and a half around two turns when others in the field have run farther. Raging Tort finished fourth at 17 to one in the American Pharaoh Stakes when last seen October 7th, two months ago. That was his first route. There was nothing special about that effort, and he only has a five furlong win in his July debut to his name. Fidget won a two turn turf race and a two turn dirt race, so has experience to run well. Though his best figure of 81 pails in comparison to Honor the Conqueror. Gettysburg Address won very maturely in his debut in August from off the pace, then set the pace for the first six furlongs in the street set before tiring to fourth. He was well regarded at 3-1, to one, and maybe the one Honor the Conqueror will have to catch in the late stages and can hold on to complete the exacta. In the Remington Springboard Mile, race 10 at Remington Park on Friday, December 15th, 1028 Eastern. Out of the Conqueror is a low-odds overly win bet, and I will bet him to win at anything of even money or higher. I think he's that strong of a probability. I'm going to play an exact of Out of the Conqueror over Fidget and Gettysburg Address, and if Out of the Conqueror is around even money or less, I'm not going to bet him to win. I'll just bet the exact up. 
Moving on to Saturday's races, we're going to start the key races and bets for Saturday the 16th with race 7 at Aqueduct with a post of 241 Eastern. The win contenders in this race are Best Bet, Savings Rate, and Disarmed. And for exactness in second, we'll take a look at Ocean's Reserve and Kunshan Bridge. Best Bet looks to be a lone frontrunner in the field as he led from start to finish with last seen in June, and he should be very fresh and fit off a six-month layoff for Brad Cox, who wins with a strong 26% off these kind of layoffs. He's been working consistently for his return in Kentucky and chooses to run on the dirt-haired aqueduct over the all-weather at Turfway, where Cox does have a lot of success. As such, it appears Best Bet can pick up where he left off in June with a wire-to-wire win. If he can't go all the way, the two horses capable of getting up in time to win are Savings Rate and Disarmed. Savings Rate showed a lot of maturity, closing from off the pace to win in his career debut last month for Chad Brown, who has a fine 25% back-to-back rate. Manny Franco gets on as the Ortiz brothers have shifted their attack to Florida. That makes perfect sense as Franco and Brown team up to win about 30% of the time over the past year. Savings Rate ran faster than Best Bet in his maiden breaking scores, earning a 99 figure as compared to 92. But on the other hand, Best Bet has seven races under his belt to one for savings rate. So that's where the experience as well as the potential early speed edge, which appears Best Bet has, comes into play and gives him a slight edge. Disarmed has finished first or second in nine of 16 races, including win and aqueduct. In his most recent start on October 29th, Disarmed led from start to finish in that race, but that was only because no other horse wanted the lead. He came from off the pace in fourth to earn his win before that, and his two best winning figures this year, 99-98, are as fast as Savings Rate has run, so Disarmed rounds out a trio to be taken very seriously as contenders in this race. In race 7 at Aqueduct on Saturday the 16th, post of 241 Eastern, we should consider best bet for a win bet at 2-1 to one or more because of his early speed edge. And Savings Rate and Disarmed Savings rate, I should say, at 5-2 to two or higher, and disarmed at 3-1 to one or higher. And I will look at the odds, but provided two of the three are above those odds levels, best bet 2-1, to one, savings rate 5-2, to two, disarmed 3-1, to one, I'm going to bet more than one, and I'm going to use, we should all use, the easy-to-use and free dutching tool at Amwager. A dutching tool at Amwager lets you set the amount you want to bet and prorates your wagers for the best mathematical edge, and that's just one of many tools and perks for the racing fan at Amwager. For the exacta, I want to play savings rate, best bet, and disarmed over savings rate, best bet, disarmed, Ocean's Reserve, and Kunshan Bridge. You can also play that as a trifecta optionally. And then I really like doubles and pick threes here to start off a sequence. In race seven in the double, we're going to play savings rate, best bet, and disarmed. And in race eight, tour jet, Tour Jete, My Perfect Mistake, and Solo Shot. The pick three is going to be similar in race seven. Savings rate, best bet, and disarmed. In race eight, Tour Jete, My Perfect Mistake, and Solo Shot. And in race nine, BD Saints and Brick Ambush. Moving on to race eight. It's the first of two stakes races on the car. The New York Stallion Series Stakes Philly Division. Race eight, Aqueduct, Saturday the 16th, post 310 Eastern. The top win contenders are Tour Jete, My Perfect Mistake, and Solo Shot. And for exactness and trifectas, if you play, we're going to look at Book of Wisdom. My per- Perfect Mistake and Tour Jete finished first and second, respectively, in a maiden race run over the tracks November 10th. Two-year-olds late in the season have few allowance races to run in, so moving into a stakes off a of maiden win, particularly one restricted to New York breads, isn't a significant step up in class at all. It's like a first-level allowance. The reason I like Tourjete and think that 
she can turn the tables on my first mistake is that she had a lot of trouble right after the start in that race. Otherwise, I think she might have won. Torjete came out of the gate that day okay, then took a misstep. Jockey pulled her back sharply. Finding herself five lengths back behind the field shortly after that. She showed a lot of physical and mental ability as she rallied for second. Not asked too hard as the jockey knew there was no way she was going to catch the leader. I think with a fair start to go along with the experience that comes second time out makes Tourjette the winner here. My favorite mistake also ran very well in the race. Her career debut and should improve. She relaxed in fourth early, then opened up by three lengths in the stretch before coasting home. Kendrick Carmouche rides back and trainer Rob Atris has a fine record. 26% back-to-back wins in the past couple years, which is way above average. Solo shot is the one both of the other two, Torjete and My Perfect Mistake, probably have to catch to win. She led from start to finish with ease in her debut in August, then followed that up with an easy win in the similar Lady Finger Stakes in September. She never saw the early lead in the Key Scent Stakes after that last month, but there's every reason to believe she should make the lead from the start today. And if that's the case, she might not be caught, and therefore she rounds out a trio of win contenders. In the New York Stallion Series Stakes Philly Division Race 8 Aqueduct, Saturday, December 16, 310 Eastern. Minimum odds on the three contenders for win bets on Tour Jete, Perfect Mistake, and Soul Shot are 5 to 2. And just like the previous race, I have no hesitation wagering on two of them at the highest odds above the threshold near post time, and if so, use the Dutching tool at Amwager. For the exacta, want to play Tour Jete, My Perfect Mistake, and Solo Shot over Tour Jete, My Perfect Mistake, Solo Shot, and Book of Wisdom. And then we could let the pick threes go if one of our contenders won the seventh race. But if not, we can play doubles as well. Torjete, my perfect mistake at solo shot in race eight. BD Saints and Brick Ambush in race nine. Moving on to race nine, the New York Stallion Series Stakes, Colt, and Gelding Division. Post 337 Eastern. The top win contenders here are Brick Ambush and BD Saint. And for second on exact tickets, we can consider Antonio of Venice. King Freud, The Big Torpedo, and Solo in Paris. Brick Ambush won more impressively last month in his second career start than it appears on paper, and he gets a great post the outside to run as well or better in this situation. After a 4th of 10 debut at 6 furlongs on October 5th, Brick Ambush stretched out to a one-turn mile that last start 11.17, and after sitting in second for the opening half mile, engaged the leaders, then quickly opened up by two lengths, and easily held that lead for the last eighth of a mile. The 80 Equibase speed figure is just shy of the 83 figure BD Saints earn when second in the Sleepy Hollow Stakes, which means Brick Ambush fits in this stakes race. And that figure was nearly identical to this race. To, and as Brick Ambush cuts back a furlong and makes his third career start, it appears he has enough upside to win, particularly because he's a full brother to a horse named Yo Cuz, who has earned over 400000 She's a filly. She won the Philly division of the New York Stallion Series, which was race eight today, last year. BD Saint started his career on turf and finished fourth twice and switched trainers and surfaces and finished third. Moved back to turf. He won in September. Then was way over his head in the open, not restricted, like this race. Pilgrim Stakes, grade two. Moving to the state bred stakes level for the Sleepy Hollow at the end of October, BD Saints had big problems at the start, found himself 10 lengths back after a quarter mile, but rallied strongly for second. He cuts back a furlong, just like Brick Ambush, and with a better start and a mid-pack placement like I think he'll have, he has a as much probability to win as Brick Ambush. 
So in the New York Stallion Series Stakes, Colton Gelding Division raced 9 in Aqueduct on Saturday, 12-16, with a post of 337. I'm going to consider win bets on both Brick Ambush and BD Saints at 5 and 2 or more. So 5 and 2 or more, I'll bet one or both. And if I do bet both, and if the odds are right, probably for both, I would probably want about 4 to 1. I will use the Dutching Tool and Amwager to bet both and get a great edge. For the exact, I want to play Brick Ambush and BD Saints over. Brick Ambush, BD Saints, Antonio of Venice, King Freud, The Big Torpedo, and Solo in Paris. I'll say it again. Brick Ambush and BD Saints over. Brick Ambush, BD Saints, Antonio of Venice, King Freud, The Big Torpedo, and Solo in Paris. And if you want to, we can play the same bet as a trifecta for 50 cents. Don't forget, you can get the written version of all this activity, all this analysis at Amwager.com, totally free. Go to Amwager.com, click on How to Bet and Ella Starr's blog. While you're there, if you're not a member, look around. You'll be happy you did. Amwager.com really loves the player. They love having lots of things for the player to do and benefits and perks and provide this kind of analysis and analysis for others for the big races. Check it out. Amwager.com. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll talk to you next week.